Hello and welcome to episode four of Talking Total Talent with me, your host, Ben Satchwell. For those of you new to Talking Total Talent, this is the video and podcast series that is focused on learning about all things total talent acquisition. We try and look at strategy, people, process, technology, and find the leading and best practices from across industry. This week, I am super pumped to be joined by my colleague, David Booth. David is actually Director of Product Design at LiveHire. For those who don't know LiveHire, it's the leading total talent acquisition platform. Today, he's gonna talk us through how you design with a human-centered approach our leading platforms for total talent acquisition today. Some really interesting uh, areas around how you learn about user habits and how uh, the day in the life is so important to designing your total talent acquisition products. Okay, so that's me. Without further ado, let's get stuck into episode four. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Total Talent from LiveHire. And today I am really pleased to be joined by David Vu. Hi, David. Hey, Ben. How are you? I'm very well. Yourself? Yeah, doing well here, over here. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, we'll get straight into it as usual. Um, and um, uh, to set the scene a little bit, um, David, why don't you introduce yourself, uh, what you do now, and a bit about your background? Yeah, of course. So um, I've been... Um, working here at LiveHire for seven years. Um, I'm, my, my role is Director of Product Design. Uh, previously, I was Head of Design at Car Sales, um, and also, um, as a side thing, I'm currently a founder of Medrun, which is a on-demand medication delivery service. Um, otherwise, I'm also um, a founder of uh, All Master Spirits, which is an independent, independently bottling company. Um, for uh, sourcing whiskey from uh, Scotland all the way to Cognac in France. Nice, nice. I, I must admit, I'm a gin man myself, being an Englishman, <laughs> but the, the Scottish whiskey wins the day for sure. So that's fantastic, yeah. fantastic. And um, you've, uh, you were, so you were probably one of the first boots on the ground here at LiveHire. Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, I think I was employee number eight. Um, so I've been working here since I've seen the company uh, scale up pretty quickly um, and also all the different uh, departments that gets created because of it as well. I guess, um, yeah, the, the reason why I actually joined and actually been here the whole time has been uh, being able to use my own skill set to actually bring positive impact into, uh, into the world, which is uh, the world of employment, you know, helping people find jobs, bring equal opportunities and uh, helping put food on the table for families. So um, that's that's the reason why I'm still here today. Yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, cool. So um, for this episode, as ever, we're gonna talk total talent, but we're gonna take a real um, view, uh, a deep dive into the product design world, the world that you lead at, at LiveHire. I think the, the reason that we're gonna dig right into this is it is pretty common with the conversations that, that we have with the market on um, then working through their challenges, but maybe not um, fully knowing the depth that you and the team go into in the design phase and the investment that we put in there. So the goal here is to sort of do an education session on that. But let's let's do a bit more of a scene setter on what exactly is product design from a from a point to define this conversation moving forward. Sure. So um, 
uh, if I can just encapsulate it in a nutshell, product design is uh, a process of identifying a market opportunity, um, clearly defining what the problem is, and then developing a proper solution uh, that solves that problem, and also to validate that solution with real users. Um, for my team and I, we explore areas where business design and technology merge to make uh, make space for a humanized experience. And I love the word humanized. I think, um, you know, we, the world has obviously changed. We're, we're talking about the pandemic is, is still on. And, um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people were looking for work and are still looking for work. So the fact yeah. that, that we can create technology um, that is humanized is fantastic, to be honest. So, um, okay, let's, so taking the, that as product design, can we dig into a little bit on what the design process itself is? So, um, yeah, how, how you go through that journey. Sure. I guess the, I, the whole idea behind this is that we want to make sure, you know, uh, we build things the right way the first time, if we can. And, you know, the last thing you want is to have a whole development team uh, build something and spend months and years on it. And it really doesn't bring the impact and and. Uh, as much value as what was intended. So uh, the whole idea of product design is to kind of understand and do a discovery, understand, do, do the research on understanding the user, understanding the environment, uh, understanding our platform and how we can achieve this. Um, so uh, as part of it, we um, do we define the problem. That's the main thing behind this. Well, why are we even here today to, and what are we trying to solve? And from understanding that problem, we do our research. Uh, so the, our product research comes in many forms, uh, depending on what the problem is. Uh, you know, we could be out there in a different state, sitting behind someone and uh, just analyzing what they do, all the way to, uh, you know, just uh, check-ins with uh, different clients to see if they have the same common issue. So, and even like doing competitive research and all that as well. So um, there's a lot of different angles where we, in which we do research. From there, we actually take all that information in as a team, we analyze it, see what, what what is the main core element that brings the most value and then work our way from there. So at least we pinpointed that that potential solution and um, and make sure that's prioritized. Um, in ideation, we work with uh, the product and development team. Everyone uh, is involved in the whole ideation phase. Engineers, they have great ideas, um, but you know sometimes they're not, not being heard. So we do what we call crazy eights during our design sprints, where uh, everyone gets to draw exhaustively all their ideas on what they think the problem is. And the thing is, the beauty is that developers, they know the product inside out because they're coding it. So um, it brings ownership uh, in what we build uh, from, you know, from the very beginning all the way to the end. Um, and then uh, design. Design comes uh, towards the end uh, once we understand all the, you know, how things all fit together, the wireframes, the sketching. Design is the easy part, I believe. Uh, once you have a whole pattern and that, uh, as a foundation, um, we do testing. We do a lot of testing. Actually, we we do what we call rapid prototyping within the company, where we go out, we, we spitball, we, we design something quite quickly. Um, and then we just get people to use it and try it and, and see if it works for them. You know, we go, we go 180 degree on designs to see where we can meet halfway rather than just narrow down one direction. And I think that's the beauty of uh, making things quite lean. It might be a lot of work for design initially, but it really helps 
down the pipeline uh, into building it that we know what we're building. Um, and then uh, after the launch uh, and everything's released, we monitor it, we, 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 understand, we look at our, um, our stats, our data, and then based off that, we understand what else we need to do to improve or enhance what we have. Awesome, okay. So, um, so much to unpack there. So I've got quite a few questions that I'm gonna try and follow the flow that you, that you did there. So um, let's go to the, to the step you mentioned on product research. Let's just dig a little bit more into that. So what's the process that you follow um, when actually getting stuck into that uh, part of it? Sure, um, our product research is very lean. Uh, compared to other companies. Um, I know there's other companies that have their own researchers that do whole white papers just on, you know, all the things they find. But, you know, it, um, given that we are quite a lean business, uh, we want to make sure, you know, we're doing things the right way and bring the most impact at the right time. So, uh, firstly, we usually understand our competitors. We uh, research to see what they do. Um, we also understand what, our, what best practices are uh for uh for the current problem that's solving that we're solving um we look at those usually as the main pieces to get our feet on the ground of this new feature or whatever it could be and from there what we see is is there a place for, to innovate here um can we leverage leverage something from this uh feature or from this problem uh to help build back into the core of live high end's main purpose uh, to enable the flow of talent. And um, we don't just, I guess the, the, the fine line is where do we innovate and um, not to innovate just for the sake of it as well, um, making sure it's at the right path. So um, yeah, th those are usually the, um, the stems of uh, how we uh, do our research on the business. Mm, and, and being uh, customer facing in the type of role I have, it's, it's always reassuring to hear um, when you and your team talk in that way, because you know, when the product is in, in uh, customers and prospects' hands, that, that innovation shines through. Um, and that's, that's, that's good to hear the process that you follow. But talking about the, the, the customers who, who we serve, how do you go about getting that user analysis to know that your product research is right, you're innovating in the right area? I suppose you, you need feedback, right? Yes, yes. Um, our feedback is, uh, we, we do it quite, in a quite interesting way where, you know, sometimes... Uh, a lot of design teams, they um, all they do um, is monitor what's on the platform, see how people are using it. Um, a lot of high, the design team, we expect uh, and we, we also uh, train our designers to uh, visit clients and sit behind them like a fly on the wall. Uh, it, we, we call it the day in the life. Uh, the day in the life of, of a recruiter from 9 a.m. till uh, midday, we sit behind them um, and then we just analyzing or just observe what they do it could be on the platform off the platform are they being interrupted by a phone call is someone coming up to ask them a question these are the things you don't find uh, through just monitoring um someone's behavior on a website or on an application so we we look at it from that lens in order to understand okay you're using this and this and this to perform your task you know can we bring it back into life can we make it easier and less and more effortless for you. Sometimes they, sometimes our clients think they know what they want until we observe them. They're like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. I've always done it that way. So, um, and then taking that and bringing it back to the product and uh, development team to really you know, see if there's a quick win or see if there's anything we can do there that just brings that value right away. That's those are the little gems we, we look for when we're doing our analysis. Um, 
yeah. Oh, awesome, awesome. And um, so the the next step is the ideation, and mm -hmm. I, I definitely want to dig into this. Um, so how do you how do you and your um, sort of squads work through the ideation uh, part of the process? Sure. Uh, my, my team works very closely with uh, the product management team. Uh, we work coincide together to work out a framework that allows us uh, and, and the squads to have uh, a, the most valuable kickoffs uh, where everyone understands what the problem is. Everyone can bring their own ideas. Um, and we do various methods, for example, those, um, a method what we call crazy eights, where anyone can draw out anything they want uh, to get that idea. Sometimes um, people with the uh, loudest voice wins, uh, whereas the way we've done it in the technique we've done it allows everyone to have that say. And uh, I think that's the beauty of uh, ideation, being able to go very expansive as we always do, but the, the hardest bit is to re refine, go back and refine and simmer it down to that little bit that we need to just build. Uh, and then we, 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 we explore further and then we refine. We do it back two or three times uh, until uh, we get to uh, what we think would work. And that's when uh, we uh, validate and prototype it um, uh, with our clients. How much is the sort of data side of things and how much is experience and intuition from you and the team play a part? Um, I think they're both 50-50. I think um, data is a, a strong base to start with. Um, you know, looking at the data, understanding load times, just sitting there, even using a stopwatch to see how long a page loads. Because if they're doing it quite frequently, um, then, um, then you're able to identify what it is. Sometimes the data tells you so much numbers that you, you just don't know where you're looking at as well. Mm -hmm. so you want to understand that from a user's perspective, what they're doing day in, day out. Um, gut feel, I think when it comes down to a decision where there's a fork between, uh, you know, we go down this way or this way, um, there's a bit of gut feel there um, to help us innovate. But at the same time, we, we use data to try and... Um, uh um justify that reason as well awesome, so, awesome. and crazy eight sounds like a quentin tarantino movie to me but with uh, <laughs> a little bit less gore so that's uh, that's it's, uh it's a name that gets ears perking for sure and uh, everyone's always excited to uh, learn what it is so yeah 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 for sure no that's good all right so you're uh you're our design king right so um and one of the one of the key things is that design, that UX, that UI um, is something we're quite renowned for. Um, but we've done ideation, you've gone through that whole process, um, it's quite extensive. Um, what what happens post ideation? So can you, you talk us through that and how that looks in a total talent world as well? Sure. So right now, after ideating the idea and everyone agrees to it, what we do is uh, with the team is rapid prototyping. So we take it, take some high level sketches, we draw it out, we, we design it so it looks like a proper platform. And then we, we actually prototype it so that, that a user can go on there and click into it and do the things they need to do. And uh, so that feels more real, it feels like uh, without the expense of uh, uh, building it out yet. So um, from just doing this in, in its own, uh, we understand quite quickly how it all fits. Uh, you know, for example, uh, we could be um, doing something with regards to internal mobility. Uh, and how does that piece fit with um, the uh, 
I guess, internal employee from when they're doing their reviews and checking in with um, their hiring manager all the way to getting hired for the next role. So each piece we do doesn't mean that um, we test only that uh, feature. We want to test to make sure that, that that's the feature that fits within the user's journey um, using our platform. Um, just so that, you know, it's not a bespoke looking feature. It works seamlessly throughout our feature, throughout the life cycle of a client uh, and when they need to use it as well. So uh, it kind of flows very nicely. And as you were saying, Ben, um, compared to other platforms out there, uh, why is it so seamless? Why is it so, why is it working quite intuitively? It's because that's the way we think. We think before and after for each actor and what their involvement is within uh, each part um, of the platform or, or feature that they need to use at that time. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting to hear because we, when we when we talk with customers in the market and prospects, it's there's high level business impacts of not having the right technology, and then we speak with uh, prospective users as well. And what's really great is that the really simple things, reduced clicks, remaining on platform, like, and I always think it's interesting that um, the the perception from users is that uh, that should be the way things are, especially the way that we consume today and the, the apps that we have. But there's a whole journey that you and the team go on to be able to deliver that productivity, which is, which is great to hear. So um, we're there, we've got everything ready. You've gone through all those steps. What are the post-launch activities that you have in place Sure. Uh, so what we do is, be, like, by the time we finish, we launched, we built it. Uh, we usually have a list of hypotheses before we start, before we built it, um, and we like to double check that, triple check that, to make sure uh, we do have we have solved those issues or it does validate um, what we've done. Um, it also allows us to understand. Now, if our users are using this, what is troubling them at the moment? How can we actually enhance and uh, bits and pieces within the platform that allows them to uh, see more value out of uh, what they have. Um, yeah, sorry, I just lost my train of thought just then. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I, I, I can make another Tarantino reference if you want, and we can, we can include <laughs> that in there. So, sure. no, you're right. so one of the one of, one of the other questions I had and um, was. Uh, actually around the evolution of the product. So in your, in your time here, you know, we, we started with the CRM, the candidate relationship management, very leading in the talent community world, talent cloud world. Then the applicant tracking system was built over time. So you went through all that journey. We now have internal mobility, outplacements, all, all aligned with the um, powering, empowering the flow of the world's talent, which is great. So um, in your sort of seven years with the evolution of the live hire product, um, what would you say from a design perspective you are most proud of? That's a good question. I've worked on, I reckon, about 80 to 90 features on the platform uh, and have built it to the way it is today. So before then, was, uh, you know, weren't expecting too much. We were building something quite small and now it's just grown to what it is today. And as part of that evolution, the challenge of consistency uh, across, you know, just different bits and pieces to flow um, has been uh, quite challenging. Um, but out, out of all those challenges, there's also some great rewards. And I guess uh, for myself, the biggest and most proudest moments uh, working on this platform is being able to 
visit our users and our customers and actually understanding it and bring it back, bringing it back into the business and presenting that idea and presenting what they see. Not everyone can go out and see clients. So to be able to bring that in, share our knowledge and it really defines our big company. It makes us more of a user centric uh, business. And, um, you know, there's times where we've done it and we've, we've uh, scrapped uh, bits of the roadmap just because we realize there's so much pain in this particular area where we just spend a whole, um, a whole six months working on those, even though, uh, you know, it's not a paid job. Uh, we just want to make sure that our users are able to use our platform. And those are the proudest moments when I go back and I, they can see it as well and, um, and be able to help solve those, those problems they have. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And last question from me, what excites you most about the evolution of um, total talent technology, HR tech more broadly from, from your view in leading the product world? Sure. Um, being in the industry for the last seven years, I, st I started to see it evolve. You know, back then there was a lot of, um, um, I guess, bloated platforms that was kind of stale. People had to use it. It was very sticky. And over the time, you'll notice a lot more within the space, people innovating, people uh, investing more into user experience. Um, so, um, you know, it becomes much more of a competitive landscape. Um, but at the same time, it's great because uh, it's bringing great design, great technology into a place that's required, which is recruitment. People think negatively about it. Why does it have to be that way? Um, why does the employee or, or candidate have to, um, I guess, uh, be it on the sideline or just wait to hear for the, the rejection or, or not even hear for, from, for a rejection? So how can we bring the power back to the candidate? How can they be able to own the career they love? Um, I guess, um, you know, no matter which platform they use, um, I guess that's the whole essence, being able to have control of your life and control of what you do. When you go to a barbecue, what do people ask you? They usually ask you, what's your name? What job do you do? Because that really defines right now in our community of who you are, or at least it gives you a, give a quick shortcut into understanding who this person is. So it does play a strong part and your decision on your job, you know, um, might mean a lot more for others, but you know, it, it's something that, um, ties us and out in the way we we live <laughs> so you're at a barbecue at the Satchwell family residence what do you say you do for a career <laughs> well I've got many careers but um I would say uh no I sometimes people think they don't know what user experience is and you just have to explain it to them and then um it's uh it's not always an easy way to explain things but um I guess I just tell people I do websites <laughs> is the most is the biggest understatement i've heard in a while so uh, <laughs> fantastic all right well that's it they, they, that's today's episode which was fantastic and you know i get a lot of value from um learning from you the design world the product design um it's new to me in the last few years so i'm on a big steep learning curve um so i thought why not record what i'm learning and, and share with everyone so it's been great any um any final thoughts from you or closing remarks um, no, not really. No, can't be good. <laughs> no, you're good. All right. Fantastic. Well, that's today's episode. Thank you, David. All right. Thanks, Ben.